welcome back to Behind the Scenes at the Hanover Theater. This week, we are checking in with The Wish Project, and today we're speaking with Sharon Hart. Hello, Sharon. Hello. So for the people that are listening that might not be familiar with you, let's start with your role at the Hanover Theater Conservatory and how you participate with WISH. Sure, my um, title is the Director of Conservatory Operations. So um, I sort of keep things running here at the conservatory. I'm also a teacher in the conservatory. I teach um, a number of acting classes and I am also the um, Director of the WISH Project, which stands for Worcester Youth Speak Honestly. Yeah, and I, I just took a trip um, last week to see your, you know, children's um, summer program performance, and yes. oh my goodness, so so <laughs> cute! I um I couldn't get over it. I was talking about it on our walk back to the building, like oh my god, we need that like boom chicka boom like part like <laughs> during all of our morning meetings. I feel like yeah. we incorporate it so fun, but I feel like you bring such a great energy to these programs and classes. So I'm really excited to speak with you today about WISH. Thank you so much. Of course. Now, I'm no stranger to WISH. I was helping you um, while helping the project last year when we developed a logo together and, you know, I helped them promote their show on social. And um, this year, things are a little different. We have a new crew. The, um, the show is a little different. So let's talk a little bit about that. How does, how does this year's production of Wish differ from last year's? Um, well, I guess first and foremost, uh, it's just that last year was our first year. So we were still kind of, um, it was sort of a pilot program. We were trying to, um, you know, just sort of uh, feel things out. Um, and uh, we, um, the process was a little bit different. We did a lot more writing um, than we did this year. Um, however, this year uh, we have a lot more content. So um, it's just sort of we, we added more time because we knew that we ran out of time last year. So we added, um, I think, about uh, an additional 30 hours to, to the program, um, which has really helped. Um, and this year we have 12 kids. Last year we had 11. They're all Worcester youth. Um, and they all sort of heard about it through different channels. We do have um, five students who are returning from last year. Um, and some of them talked it up to their friends and got them to join. We also, um, we did a wish tour in February. So we went to um, three of the different Worcester Public High Schools and performed the show and gave people the opportunity to come and join based on what they saw. Um, then we had a sample workshop in March. Um, to give kids the opportunity to, to see what it was like and what it was all about. Um, and then from there, we, uh, we signed them up. So we ended up with 12. Um, and we've been working since April, since the end of April, um, to create the show. So um, basically, we do every week, we sort of have a, a theme, a prompt, something for them to think about or discuss. Um, 
and we uh, a lot of times they do writing in a journal um, we have conversations so we just kind of talk about stuff flesh stuff out sometimes it's personal stories sometimes it's opinions about things that are happening in the community or the world and then they create theater based on that so it might be um, a scene based on um, you know oppression that they witnessed or uh, experienced in school um, so this year we have a story about homophobia um, we have a number of uh, students who identify as LGBTQ and um, one of them tells a story that uh, about you know some homophobia that they experienced in school um, and so that got turned into a scene and they get to talk about um, what they would have done if they sort of um, if they had been able to sort of pause pause in the moment and um, and all the things they would have said um, so that's just sort of one example of, of uh, a little one of the scenes in the show. Um, there is a real sort of um, emphasis on social justice issues, so um, which is a little bit different from last year. We focused a lot on identity last year. Mm -hmm. um, this year, we uh, again with the with the expanded amount of time, we've really had time to dig into. Um, some more social justice issues. So um, there's a whole segment about toxic gender roles and um, a number of students who experience um, the effects of that. Um, we have some uh, some scenes around um, con sexual consent um, and people that uh, that deal with that. Um, and then we still have that identity piece because that is, you know, a necessary component to the program, uh, giving the, the students the chance to kind of uh, experiment, explore with, you know, the idea of who they are, um, the things that are important to them, and then also who they are as a group. So um, although this is, uh, you know, there are 12 individual students. They are also a pretty tight community and ensemble. And we really try to, um, you know, go back and forth between, you know, we have some monologues, we have scenes, we have a group, um, a couple of group pieces um, so that you really kind of get the full sense of the, um, of what they have to say because, you know, they have individual stories, but then they also have sort of uh, group stories as well. Yeah, I, I leave anything out there. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you covered you covered so many topics that I that I was hoping to cover in this interview. Okay, good. Um, and I I just want to ask how many people from the previous Wish Project performance are coming back for this one? So there are six. Okay, so around half. Yep, around half Wish veterans. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had the pleasure of, you know, watching a few rehearsals so far, and the show is very different from last year's, and I really loved last year's, and I think I'm going to love this year's as well. Um, you have a really great, very talented group of students, and I'm really excited to see them, you know, lit up on the stage in the brick box. I think it's a great, it's a great venue for this project, honestly. It, it really, this is, a, this is an intimate show, and I think that it's just, it was, it was great all around. So um, I want to kind of go back into what the WISH pro project process is like. 
So you're developing all these scenes and movement pieces, but where does that all begin? How do you start with that idea? Um, so I built the curriculum um, this year, again, sort of thinking about um, a little informed somewhat by, you know, the stuff that we did last year, because um, it, it was apparent that there was a real need for um, these students to uh, to spend some time thinking about who they are, the things that make them who they are, um, which, you know, unless unless they're, you know, in therapy or writing on a regular basis, it might not be something that um, that they they have the opportunity to do. Um, so that's sort of the beginning. We all we always kind of start with that um, is just sort of um, stuff that's really centered around the self. So thinking about um, again. So this year we we did like a we had them create a timeline of their lives. So um, all the sort of highlights, the milestones um, from birth to now of the things that sort of make up their life. Um, and then from that they chose like a moment, a defining moment that changed them. Um, and then they. Um, they spent, we spent a couple of maybe, I don't know, 90 minutes to two hours helping them refine those stories down to two minutes. So they started by writing about it and then they started um, working in small groups, talking about it, telling their story. Then we did a whole exercise where they stood in two lines and they just kept telling the story over and over again, again, trying to get it to, to two minutes, focusing on the highlights, the important pieces of it. Um, so we have a couple of those stories that are part of, um, part of the show. Um, and then we kind of, we, we broadened the, the scope. We kind of pulled back a little bit and had them start thinking about um, oppression. So times that, a time that they experienced oppression or witnessed oppression, and then we dramatized scenes from that. Um, we did a couple of other exercises that got us um, talking about, you know, things like how do we measure success and what are the pressures that teenagers feel today? Um, and we have a couple of pieces that derived from those conversations and those exercises. So we just kind of, um, you know, we, we do record everything on an iPad so we can go back and watch it because there is a lot of stuff that happens. Um, and then we just kind of pull out uh, the stuff that worked or resonated or seemed important. Um, and then we just kind of continue working it, reworking it, reframing it. Um, and then from there, we've kind of put everything together into a script. Um, and uh, although it's not like a, a script, a normal script where there's necessarily characters and parts and stuff like that, it's stuff that that they're familiar with that they've been working on sort of all along. Um, but we just, uh, we, we don't necessarily have a, a through line or a, um, we don't have it organized at the beginning. Again, it's just sort of a bunch of chunks as we've called them. Um, mm -hmm. And we've just put them together and sort of found um, a through line. And um, this year that through line is their vision for the world. So, um, that's sort of interwoven throughout each of the chunks. Um, people come out and talk briefly about, you know, their vision for the world. And it's all very positive. Um, 
hopeful stuff. So um, the show does focus a lot on sort of the problems that they see, again, oppression that they've experienced and um, other things that they've experienced. But um, at the end of the day, the message is that they really feel empowered to change the world. And I think they're going to. Absolutely. I mean, I, I really liked those um, giant notepads that um, all the students had done with, you know, different word prompts and all the artwork that they drew. And yep. um, seeing that really was inspiring me as someone that's helping them to promote their show. So if anyone sees the posters around the city or on social media, um, any of those graphics, those are actually developed by students in the program. Um, they all drew self-portraits they, um, you know, provided all the artwork from all the drawings and, and doodles that are incorporated into it. So I think that it just makes it more special and more personal, which is what Wish is all about, right? It's about that yeah. personal touch and expressing yourself and really, you know, conveying what it means to be a youth in Western. <laughs> just say um you know that this this piece um although facilitated by um teaching you know adult teaching artists uh, myself and deborah cronenberg um although you know and i created the curriculum etc this really is like a, a very collaborative process so the students um they you know well, number one it's all of their words and their stories um number two it's um it is they they do have a lot of input they they make a lot of suggestions if there's something that doesn't feel right to them um they'll speak up and say you know we're not really sure about this we're not sure why we're doing this or why this is happening and and they have sort of uh full authority to do that um our job as facilitators is really to just support them to keep them focused and on track and to really kind of direct the piece um because that is difficult for anybody to do who's outside of it so um that's been uh it, it continues to be a very collaborative process where um you know they feel very empowered to uh to to make the show their own um and when we've spoken with them about you know the the sort of their takeaways from the program last year that was something that we kept hearing was just how um important it was for them to feel so empowered because they're used to being involved in theater projects where they're just sort of being um told where to go and what lines to say and because this is so organic and is really you know they're they're part of it from the ground up um they have a lot of ownership a lot of attachment and a lot of pride in the process and in the final piece that uh they end up performing yeah, I I went around um, and spoke to a bunch of um, students that are in the program to ask them what WISH means to them. So I'd like to take a quick break to hear what they have to say, and then we'll be right back. Well, it's like WISH is like, I don't know how to say it, it's kind of like a therapy place where also you could find yourself and just get to be yourself without anybody judging you. And you get to learn more about who you are and like what you want to do in life, kind of. It's like a safe place. Wish means a lot to me because it gives me a space where I can talk about how I feel and not feel judged. Um, to me, Wish means like 
kind of just like expressing myself because I feel like through this program I've learned a lot about being able to express myself and it also means a lot to me just because I've made so many friends here and I've done so many things that I never thought I would do so it does mean a lot to me. Wish means a community, it means diversity, and it means strength. Wish is the most meaningful program I've ever been a part of. The fact that myself and my peers are, are given a platform to speak on issues that we face in the world is not to be understated. And also, I am so grateful for the amount of friends that I have made that I know that I'll keep for life. Uh, so what Wish means to me is like a crazy, wacky place where you can be crazy and wacky but also you can <laughs> you can um act and be very woke which is like four things i really like to do put into one so come on down to Hanover theater conservatory and enjoy wish And we're back with Sharon Hart. We're going to continue to talk more about WISH. Now, uh, with WISH, I know that there is a whole lot that goes into it. So let's talk about the, the big players in this program. So you have, obviously, the conservatory and the, and the faculty that support it. Um, but who else is involved here? Well, um, we've had a lot of support from the Worcester Public Schools. Um, Sue O'Neill, the assistant super well, prior uh, assistant superintendent came to see the show last year and she was so moved by it that she invited us to come and perform um, at the schools this year which I mentioned earlier in the show um, which we ended up doing and it actually became a way for us to recruit new students so um, the support and our partnership with Worcester Public Schools uh, is uh, really critical to a lot of the work that we do in a lot of our programs and this has been no different um, we also have received funding from a couple of local arts organizations so the Worcester Arts Council is funding this project as well as the Greater uh, Worcester Community Foundation um, and that has really helped us it is an expensive process everything is free for the students um, we also provide food at every meeting that we have um, and we've actually had some um, donations of food. So we had Volturno Pizza. They've been giving us pizza a couple of times um, during the during the program um, free of charge, which has been really amazing and really helps ease the burden of feeding 12 hungry uh, high schoolers. Um, and also the opportunity to work in the brick box has, has been great. Um, it's an amazing space. Um, it really, really works for this piece, as you mentioned, because it's an intimate setting. Um, the performances are also free to the public. So um, last year we had a number of people who just randomly showed up. They didn't even know anybody in the show or really know what to expect. Um, and they were equally moved, um, equally moved by it. So. Um, we're very grateful for the opportunity to perform in the Brick Box this year again, and our partnership with, with them and the JMAC. Um, the staff's awesome, and um, it's a real pleasure to, to work over there. Um, I'll also say that after each of the performances, we do a talk back. So um, for anybody unfamiliar with what that is, we basically um, open up the floor and let people in the audience ask the um, the cast members quest or directors questions about 
the play and the process um, and they really get a chance to talk about it. Um, and that's a really important piece of the program. Um, again, they don't necessarily get a lot of time to reflect on it or to even get feedback from um, from people outside of out, outside of it. So this is a really cool um, aspect of the program because um, they get to hear from their community that this is, you know, that they're a part of and that this is kind of for. Um, and last year that was also really powerful um, and that it was really special for them um, to have people, you know, adults mostly saying, um, talking about how their their stories and their words had resonated with them. And I think they really started to feel um, just how powerful the um, the medium of theater is, and especially this type of medium, this type of um, theater where um, it's sort of fused with social justice and they're really speaking out about um, the problems they see in the world, um, the things that need to get fixed, and um, and their visions for the future. I brought my my former high school drama director to see Wish last year um, because Worcester kind of reminds me of Southbridge in, in some ways, and um, I just felt like sharing this project with her would be really fun, and she ended up loving it, and she was talking about wanting to, you know, make her kind of version of the wish project for our community. So it's having, it is having ripple effects on everyone that comes to see it, everyone that experiences it, everyone that's in it. Um, so I think it really is a great project and it's so special to me that it is, it is free for the students that participate um, and it's free to attend, which I think is great too. So um, I think that if I was still in high school and this program existed and I was in Worcester, like I, I would love it. I would be so excited to show up every week and work on this very important, very special piece of theater. Yeah, I, I think that, um... I think that, you know, again, what we've heard from the kids um, is, is that that's exactly how they feel. They have a lot of pride. Um, and, you know, I think they, they're, you know, a lot of pride, not just in the final product, but in the process and the fact that they're so instrumental in it. Um, and uh, that it, you know, it has uh, some, some deep, um, profound messages and um and you know it, it tackles some things that aren't easy to talk about for anybody mm -hmm. um so i think that uh especially this year that's the case um and you know i think that it it takes a lot of courage to do that and i think they they especially felt that when we went to the public schools um and that there was some stuff um about specific schools and um, and, you know, we had students talking about, you know, the administration at their schools and um, things that they wanted to see changed. Um, and, and I, you know, I think it really hit home just how powerful that is and how scary it can be to speak truth to power. Um, however, I think it was, you know, super empowering for them to do it and for them to have a cast of people supporting them behind them as well. Um, and, uh, and we are planning to do that again this year. Um, and, uh, and to, you know, hopefully we can reach even more schools and recruit more kids for WISH Project 2023. 
Yeah, I mean, the WISH Project performances this year are July 15th through 16th. There are three performances that you can catch. So head to the HanoverTheater.org, theater spelled with an R-E, to learn more. It'll also be linked on our socials. So you'll have plenty of, plenty of opportunities to connect with us and see this incredible, incredible show. Now, Sharon, if people yes. are listening right now and they're interested in you know maybe joining the wish project or or recommending the wish project to someone that they love how how is that how what is that process like how do you go about that um so right now because we're still in the midst of this year's um i'm just collecting people's email addresses um and then we will be reaching out um probably in the fall to so start setting up um the uh, the times and dates for next year. Um, so everything will sort of kick off probably with a sample workshop again in March um, that gives kids the opportunity to kind of see what it's about and see, what, see if it's for them, meet other people that are doing the project. Um, and then it again, it runs like April through July. So um, anybody who's interested can email me at Sharon S-H-A-R-O-N at the Hanover Theater, that's with an R-E dot org. And my name is also um, on all things connected to the WISH Project on the website. So if you didn't get that, you can definitely find it on the website. Yeah, or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. I keep an eye on all of our platforms. <laughs> so if you're interested in the WISH Project, I can forward your message along as well. Yes. All right, well, this has been a excellent interview. Do you have any parting words for our audiences today? Yeah, come see the Wish Project. You won't be sorry. It will, um, it will, it will impact you. Um, it's free, you really got nothing to lose. It's about 50 minutes, 50 to 60 minutes, again, with the talk back afterwards. So um, it's a great thing to do and we'd appreciate the support and we look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, I mean, I saw the last one about a year ago and I still think about it very often. So I encourage everyone, if you can, come and see this Wish Project. Tickets at, at thehanovertheater.org. We can't wait to see you there. And that concludes this week's episode of Behind the Scenes at the Hanover Theater. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you.